state of mankind. How much do you know? Excerpts from how the specter of communism is ruling our world. 27. Almost all peoples of the world have their own ancient myths and legends that discuss man's creation by their gods, in the image of God, and which lay the foundation of morality and culture for that people. These traditions leave a path of return to heaven for those who believe in their gods. In the East and West, there are records and legends about how Nuwa and Jehovah created their people. Gods admonish man to follow the commandments of gods or be punished by them. In times of widespread moral decay, gods destroy man in order to preserve the purity of the universe. Many races in the world have legends about how great floods destroyed civilizations. Some were recorded in detail. In order to maintain the morality of human beings, there are times when enlightened beings or prophets reincarnate in the human world to rectify people's hearts, to stop them from being destroyed, and to lead those civilizations to develop and mature. Such individuals include Moses and Jesus in the West, Lao Jha in the East, Shakyamuni in India, and Socrates in ancient Greece. Human history and culture help people understand what Buddhas, Taos, and gods are, what it means to believe in God, and how to practice cultivation. The different schools of practice teach what is righteous and what is evil, how to distinguish truth from falsehood and good from evil, and finally they teach man to await the Creator's return to earth before the end of the world in order to be saved and return to heaven. Once people sever their connection with the God that created them, their morality will quickly deteriorate. Some races thus disappeared, such as the legendary Atlantis civilization, which was buried in the sea overnight. In the East, especially in China, beliefs are rooted in the hearts of people through traditional culture. Therefore, it is difficult to deceive the Chinese people into accepting atheism with simple lies. In order to uproot the 5,000 years of beliefs and culture, the communist evil specter used large-scale violence to slaughter the elites who had inherited traditional culture and then used lies to deceive young people from generation to generation. In the West and other parts of the world, religions and beliefs are the main forms of maintaining contact between man and gods, and are also important cornerstones for maintaining moral standards. Although the communist evil specter failed to establish communist tyranny in these countries, it achieved its goal of destroying orthodox religions and corrupting human beings by deception, deviance, and infiltration. The devil of communism also made systematic arrangements for attacking religious believers in non-communist countries. Through the Communist Party of the Soviet Union and the CCP, it used money and spies to infiltrate the religious institutions of other countries, under the pretext of religious exchange, to warp righteous beliefs or to directly attack them and introduce socialist and communist ideologies into religion. This then led to believers continuing to worship and practice in religions that had been changed by communist ideology a. Infiltrating Religion Curtis Bowers, producer of the documentary Agenda, Grinding Down America, revealed that he found testimony before Congress in 1953 given by Manning Johnson, a high-level Communist Party member. Johnson said, Once the tactic of infiltrating religious organizations was set by the Kremlin, the actual mechanics of implementing the new line, was a question of following the general experiences of the living church movement in Russia where the communists discovered that the destruction of religion could proceed much faster through infiltration of the church by communist agents operating within the church itself. In general, the idea was to divert the emphasis of clerical thinking from the spiritual to the material and political, by political, of course, is meant politics based on the communist doctrine of conquest of power. Instead of emphasis towards the spiritual and matters of the soul, 
the new and heavy emphasis was to deal with those matters which, in the main, led toward the communist program of immediate demands. These social demands, of course, were of such a nature that to fight for them would tend to weaken our present society and prepare it for final conquest by communist forces. The devil of communism indeed acted this way. For example, some Marxists disguised themselves in infiltrated Christian churches in the United States. They started to enter the seminaries in the 1980s and 1990s and miseducated generation after generation of priests and pastors who then went on to influence religion in the United States. The Bulgarian historian Momchul Mito Df, after extensive research in Cold War-era Bulgarian Communist Party archives, exposed the fact that the Eastern European Communist Intelligence Network closely collaborated with the party religious committees to influence and infiltrate international religious organizations. On a global scale, one organization that was significantly infiltrated by communism in Eastern Europe was the World Council of Churches, WCC. Established in 1948, the WCC is a worldwide interchurch Christian organization. Its members include churches of various mainline forms of Christianity, representing around 590 million people from 150 different countries. The WCC is thus a major force in world religious circles. However, the WCC was the first international religious organization to accept communist countries, including the Soviet Union and its subordinate states, as members during the Cold War and to accept financial support from communist countries. The communist infiltration of the WCC included important victories, such as the election of the Russian Orthodox Metropolitan Bishop of Leningrad, Nikodim, as president of the WCC in 1975. Another victory was the decades-long role played by Bulgarian communist spy Todor Sabev, who served as deputy general secretary of the WCC between 1979 and 1993. Historian Momchul notes that in the 1970s, Nikodim led the infiltration under directions from the KGB, with support from bishops and agents in Bulgaria. Based on a released KGB file from 1969, historian and Cambridge University professor Christopher Andrew writes that during the Cold War, Important Russian Orthodox Church representatives in the WCC secretly worked for the KGB, exerting covert influence on the WCC's policies and operations. A released KGB file from 1989 shows that these KGB-controlled Russian Orthodox Church representatives successfully inserted their agenda into the WCC's public communications. If we understand how the Eastern European Communists infiltrated and manipulated the churches, it is not difficult to understand why the WCC disregarded the opposition of its members and insisted on funding the Zimbabwe African National Union Patriotic Front ZANU-PF, in January 1980. The ZANU-PF was a notorious group of communist guerrillas who were known to murder missionaries and shoot down commercial flights. The WCC was also infiltrated by the CCP through the Chinese Christian Council, a party tool to control religion. The Council is the only official representative of Communist China in the WCC, and due to monetary and other influences, the WCC has for years gone along with CCP interests. The General Secretary of the WCC officially visited China in the beginning of 2018 and met with several party-controlled Christian organizations, including the Chinese Christian Council, the National Committee of Three Self-Patriotic Movement of the Protestant Churches in China, and the State Administration for Religious Affairs. In China, the number of members of non-official Christian groups, underground churches, is far greater than the official ones, yet WCC delegates didn't arrange to meet with any non-official Christian groups in order to avoid friction with Beijing. b. Restricting religion The infiltration of the communist specter in the West is omnipresent, 
and religion has been buffeted by ideologies and behavior that vilify God. Ideas like separation of church and state and political correctness stemming from communism have been used to marginalize and sabotage righteous, orthodox religions. The United States was built as one nation under God. All U.S. presidents, when sworn in, put their hand on the Bible and ask God to bless America. Nowadays, when religious people criticize behaviors, ideas, and policies that depart from God's, or speak out against abortion or homosexuality, which are forbidden by God, communists in the United States, or the militant left, go on the offensive. They use separation of church and state to say that religion should have nothing to do with politics, and so seek to restrict the will of God, and the admonishments and limitations on human behavior laid down by God's. For thousands of years, God's have made themselves known to those who have faith. Faithful people with righteous beliefs accounted for the majority of society in the past and had a tremendous positive influence on social morality. Today, people can only talk about God's will within church. Outside of church, they can't criticize or resist the attempts to undermine God's parameters for human conduct. Religion has almost lost its function in maintaining the morality of society, and as a result, morality in the United States has collapsed like a landslide. In recent years, political correctness has been promoted to new highs, to the point that people are hesitant to say Merry Christmas in a country that was founded on Christianity. This happens only because some claim that it's politically incorrect and hurts the feelings of non-Christians. Similarly, when people openly speak of their belief in God or pray to God, some claim this to be discriminatory against people with other beliefs, including non-believers. The fact is, all people are allowed to express their beliefs, including respect for their gods, in their own ways, and it has nothing to do with discrimination. In schools now, classes that involve righteous beliefs and traditional values are not allowed to be taught. Teachers are not to speak of creation, for the reason that science has yet to prove the existence of God. Science has also yet to prove atheism and evolution, but these theories are taught as truth in schools. Speech that attacks, rejects, and vilifies gods, on the other hand, is all protected and glorified under the banner of freedom of speech. The communist specter's infiltration of society and restraints against and manipulation of religion, culture, education, the arts, and law is an exceedingly complex and systemic issue. We will discuss it in detail in future chapters. In the past century, various distorted theologies gained currency as communist thought swept through the religious world, subverting clergy and infiltrating and subtly corrupting orthodox religions. Clergy shamelessly interpreted the scriptures according to their whims, distorting the righteous teachings left by enlightened beings from orthodox religions. Especially in the 1960s, revolutionary theology, theology of hope, political theology, and other distorted theologies saturated in Marxist thought sowed chaos in the religious world. Many priests in Latin America were educated in European seminaries in the last century and were deeply influenced by the new theological theories that had been altered by communist trends. Liberation theology was active in Latin America in the 20th century during the 1960s. Its main representative was the Peruvian priest Gustavo Gutierrez. This theology introduces class struggle and Marxian thought directly into religion and interpreted God's compassion for humanity to mean that the poor should be liberated, so religious believers should take part in class warfare in order for the poor to attain equal status. This school of thought used the Lord's instruction for Moses to lead the Jews out of Egypt as the theoretical basis for the belief that Christianity should liberate the poor. This emerging theology, 
which emphasizes class warfare and the establishment of socialism, was greatly praised by Fidel Castro, the leader of the Communist Party of Cuba. Although the traditional Catholic Church has resisted the proliferation of these so-called emerging theologies, the new pope, appointed in 2013, invited the representative of liberal theology, Gutierrez, to attend a press conference in the Vatican on May 12, 2015, as the main guest, thus showing the present-day Catholic Church's tacit acquiescence and support of liberation theology. Liberation theology first spread through South America and then through the world. In various parts of the world, many emerging theologies similar to liberation theology have appeared, such as black theology, women's theology, death of God theology, liberal theology, and even queer theology. These distorted theologies have greatly disrupted Catholic, Christian, and other Orthodox beliefs around the world. During the 1970s, in the United States, the leader of the infamous People's Temple of the Disciples of Christ, People's Temple in short, who called himself the reincarnation of Lenin, was a Marxist believer and set the original teachings of Marxism-Leninism and Mao Zedong thought as the doctrine of the People's Temple. He claimed that he was proselytizing in the United States in order to achieve his communist ideals. After killing American Congressman Leo Ryan, who was investigating allegations against the cult, he knew that it would be difficult for him to escape, so he cruelly forced his followers to commit mass suicide. He even killed those who were unwilling to commit suicide with him. In the end, more than 900 people committed suicide or were killed. This cult tarnished the reputation of religion and adversely affected the righteous faith people had in orthodox religions. Thus it had a serious negative impact on people in general. The book The Naked Communist, published in 1958, lists 45 targets in the United States for communism to destroy. Astonishingly, most of the goals have already become realities. Number 27 in the list is, infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible. In the religious sector today, the three original orthodox religions in particular, Christianity, Catholicism, and Judaism, together referred to as the revealed religions, have been demonically altered and controlled by the communist specter, and have lost the functions they had in their original forms. New denominations established or demonically altered with communist principles and concepts have become even more direct promulgations of communist ideology. Religions were important cornerstones in maintaining the smooth and normal operations of the Western world, yet they have been deformed beyond recognition by the communist specter. In the churches of various religions nowadays, many bishops and priests simultaneously promulgate deviated theologies, while also corrupting and consorting with their followers in a non-stop series of scandals. Many believers go to church because they think it's a civilized thing to do or even a form of entertainment or social life, but they're not genuinely committed to cultivating their character. Religions have been corrupted from within. The result is that people lose their confidence in religions and their righteous beliefs in Buddhas, Deus, and gods. Consequently, they end up abandoning their beliefs. If man does not believe in the divine, God will not protect him, and ultimately humankind will be destroyed. On June 29, 2017, the Victoria Police Department in Australia hosted a brief press conference to announce that because of charges made by multiple plaintiffs, the Australian Cardinal George Pell would confront allegations related to sexual offences. Pell became the Archbishop of Melbourne in 1996 and Cardinal in 2003. In July 2014, under assignment by Pope Francis, Pell took responsibility for supervising all financial transactions in the Vatican. 
he wielded enormous power and was the number three person at the Vatican. The 2002 Spotlight column in the Boston Globe carried a series of reports on Catholic priests' sexual molestation of children in the United States. The reporter's investigation revealed that over the past several decades, there were close to 250 Boston priests who had molested children, and that the Church, in an attempt at cover-up, shifted clergy around from one area to another, rather than informing the police. The priests continued to molest children in the new areas, thus creating more victims. Similar events quickly spread across the United States. The revelations extended to priests in other countries with Catholic presence, including Ireland, Australia, and others. Other religious groups began to publicly denounce the corruption of the Catholic Church. Eventually, under public pressure, St. John Paul II was compelled to hold a conference in the Vatican for U.S. Catholic Cardinals at which the Vatican admitted that the sexual molestation of children is a crime and that the administrative structure of the Church would be reformed. Further, the Church would expel priests who had sexually offended children, and the criminals would be jailed. The Church paid over $2 billion in settlements for the abuses. Skimming money off believers in the name of religion has also been a common occurrence. For example, in China, various religions have rampantly embezzled money by taking advantage of believers' faith in Buddhas, Deos, and gods, effectively turning religion into a business. Money is charged for religious ceremonies and for worshipping by burning incense, with fees sometimes running up to 100,000 yuan, $15,000. More churches and temples have been built, looking all the more splendid on the surface, while righteous belief in God diminishes. Disciples who genuinely cultivate are fewer and fewer. Many temples and churches have become gathering places for evil spirits and ghosts, and temples in China have turned into commercialized tourist sites where monks earn salaries, and Buddhist and Taoist abbots preside as CEOs. During the so-called wave of studying the report of the Chinese Communist Party's 19th Congress, the deputy chairman of China's Buddhist Association claimed at a training program for the spirit of the 19th Congress, the 19th Congress report is the contemporary Buddhist scripture, and I have hand-copied it three times. He also stated, the Chinese Communist Party is today's Buddha and Bodhisattva, and the 19th Congress report is contemporary Buddhist scripture in China, and it shines with the glowing rays of the Communist Party's belief. There were also people who called upon Buddhist believers to follow his example and apply the method of hand-copying scriptures to hand-copy the 19th Congress report with a devout heart so that they could experience enlightenment. When this news report was published in the Nanhai Buddhist Institute in Hainan Province, it led to enormous controversy and was ultimately deleted. The report nevertheless spread widely on the internet. This incident shows that official Buddhism in China is full of politician monks, and is fundamentally not a cultivation community. Instead, China's official Buddhism has become a tool used by the Chinese Communist Party for its united front work. For more than a thousand years, bishops around the world were directly appointed or recognized by the Vatican. The 30 or so bishops previously recognized by the Vatican in the Chinese region have not been acknowledged by the CCP. Likewise, the Vatican and the Catholics loyal to it in China, particularly the underground believers, have not acknowledged the Communist Party-appointed bishops. However, under constant coercion and enticement by the CCP, the new pope has recently begun conversations with the CCP that appear set to provide Vatican recognition for the CCP-appointed bishops. Thus, bishops previously appointed by the Vatican would be sidelined. The Church is a faith community whose purpose is to enable believers to cultivate, uplift their morality, and ultimately return to heaven. When deals are done in the human world with an evil spirit in revolt against God, 
where the communist specter is allowed to arrange and appoint bishops and thus take charge of matters concerning the belief of tens of millions of Catholics in China, how would God look at the matter? What will the future hold for the tens of millions of Catholics in China? In China, a country with a rich traditional culture, the specter of communism painstakingly arranged a system that violently destroyed traditional culture, demolished orthodox religions, and annihilated people's physical bodies, while simultaneously demoralizing society and severing the connection between man and gods, all with the purpose of completely destroying people. In the West and other parts of the world, the specter used deception and infiltration to demonize orthodox religions, and to confuse and mislead people so as to have them give up orthodox beliefs. They thus drift further away from gods until they face total destruction. No matter what means were used by the specter, the ultimate goal is the same, to destroy humankind.